my name's Lorraine and welcome to my podcast, Mindset, Money, Success. And today I'm talking about a subject that is a little bit of a taboo subject, but it's very important to talk about. So it's the red flags of a toxic partner. So I'm just going to cover a few points about toxic relationships and look at unveiling the narcissistic cycle of abuse. So in the complex landscape of relationships, it's essential to navigate with caution and be aware of potential red flags that indicate toxicity. One particular destructive pattern or is the narcissistic cycle of abuse, which is characterized by love bombing, devaluation, discard, and hoovering. Understanding these stages can empower individuals to identify and escape toxic relationships before irreparable damage occurs. Love bombing, the bewitching beginning. At the inception of a relationship with a toxic partner, one of often encounters the phenomenon known as love bombing. This stage is marked by the overwhelming display of an affection, admiration, and seemingly perfect compatibility. The toxic partner showers their target with attention, compliments, extravagant gestures, uh, gifts, creating an illusion of an ideal connection. The relationship often moves very quickly and there might may be holidays and other grand gestures like intense flattery and adoration. Love bombing kicks off with excessive praise and adoration, leaving the recipient feeling like they're the centre of the universe. This intense flattery can be intoxicating, making it difficult for the individual to see through the false facade. Rapid escalation of intimacy. Toxic partners often accelerate the relationship at an unnatural pace, pushing for commitment, cohabitation, or even marriage in a short span. This rapid progression can be a tactic to bind the victim emotionally before the toxicity becomes apparent. Constant communication. Love bombing involves constant communication, whether through texts, calls, or social media. The toxic partner creates a dependency making it challenging for the recipient to, to imagine life without the seemingly perfect connection. The devaluation, the slow erosion of self-worth. Once the toxic partner has successfully ensnared their target, the love bombing stage gives way to devaluation. In this phase, the partner's true colours begin to emerge as they systematically break down the victim's self-esteem and confidence. This stage has been likened to death by 
1,000 paper cuts. The victim may not may not even understand what's happening. And during this stage, a toxic partner can move back to love bomb as they drop breadcrumbs for the person of the person that you saw at the beginning of the relationship. I call this stage, he loves me, he loves me not. Criticism and undermining. The toxic partner starts to criticise and undermine the victim's thoughts, opinions and even achievements. They can sabotage your opportunities to earn income, sabotage opportunities to learn new skills. So this can be subtle, such as dismissive comments, or outright ridicule and gradually chipping away at individual's self-worth. It is important to understand the types of behaviour that allude to coercive control, which are intimidation, emotional, physical and mental abuse, isolation, financial abuse, sexual abuse, coercion and threats of abuse. If you uh, do not do what the narcissist wants, emotional manipulation. Emotional manipulation becomes a key tool in the narcissist's arsenal during the devaluation stage. Gaslighting, guilt tripping, playing mind games are all common tactics used to control and confuse the victim. Professor Sam Vaknin, the author of Malignant Self-Love, talks about the three S's of narcissism. The narcissist's goals are selfish and what they require in relationship is sex, supply and services. This often leads a narcissist to have more than one supply, invariably cheating on their intimate partners. Isolation from support systems. To maintain control, toxic partners may isolate their victims from friends and family, creating a sense of dependency or even actual dependency. This isolation makes it easier for the narcissist to exert dominance and diminish the victim's self-esteem. Often, a victim is drawn into a shared fantasy. The shared fantasy in narcissism is a term used to describe the dynamic that develops between the narcissistic individual and their partner. It is a complex and often insidious cycle of behaviour that can leave the non-narcissistic partner feeling trapped and powerless. Sometimes it results in the narcissist moving their victim to another town or even another country. Narcissistic abuse cycle and domestic abuse. The most extreme forms of this abuse 
are criminal offences in some countries. Domestic abuse isn't always physical. Coercive control is an act or a pattern of acts of assault, threats, humiliation, intimidation or other abuse that is used to harm, punish or frighten their victim. My first book touches on this from my experience called Separation. I had no idea during the relationship that I had experienced this form of abuse. My self-published book raises awareness of the hidden forms of abuse. I published that book in May of 2022 under the pen name Lorraine Kaling, L-O-R-E-N, Kaling, K-E-E-L-I-N-G. You can look it up through Google, search for it. It's available on Amazon and worldwide digital bookstores and it is published in English and also in Spanish. Discard. Abandonment and the shattered illusion. After the prolonged period of devaluation, toxic partners may abruptly transition to the discard phase. In this heart-wrenching stage, victims find themselves abandoned and discarded, often without any explanation or closure. A narcissist can move on to another relationship or supply very quickly, and it is likely that the new supply has already been involved with the narcissist as a person that they were cheating with during the marriage or cohabitation or cohabiting relationship. The abrupt withdrawal. A toxic partner, having achieved their goal of emotional dominance, suddenly withdraws from the relationship. This abandonment can be devastating for the victim who may be left grappling with confusion and emotional turmoil. If the narcissist has ensnared their victim by creating financial dependency or leaving their ex-partner economically insecure, the victim will experience further trauma from the discard. Idealization of a new source. During the discard phase, the toxic partner swiftly replaces the discarded individual with a new source of admiration and supply. This is not only further hurts the victim, but reinforces the cyclical nature of narcissistic abuse. Beware that during this discard phase, a narcissist may not want to relinquish control of the victim that they have discarded. If they have suffered any form of ego injury or narcissistic injury during the discard stage, then the victim may be subjected to post-separation abuse. Emotional scars. The aftermath of a discard leaves emotional scars that can linger for an extended period. Women are especially vulnerable in these situations as they are usually more financially dependent in the relationship. Victims may struggle with feelings of worthlessness, betrayal and the challenge of rebuilding their shattered self-esteem. This can be 10 times worse 
if the victim has become a target post-separation. Many books document how narcissists behave during separation and divorce. For example, Tina Swithin created One Mum's Battle, which started as her blog while going through her divorce. You can check out her blog at onemumsbattle.com. Hoovering, the illusion and redemption. Despite the apparent finality of the discard face, the narcissistic cycle of abuse often comes full circle. Hoovering is a deliberately manipulative behaviour designed to pull a person back into a cycle of abuse. This stage involves toxic partner attempting to reel the victim back into the relationship through manipulative tactics, like apologies and promises. Hoovering typically begins with a toxic partner offering apologies, promises of change, declarations of undying love, and this can be extremely confusing for the victim who may want to believe in the possibility of a renewed, healthy relationship. Beware, rejection in any form, perceived or real, threatens both self-esteem and fears of abandonment, and narcissist might react by becoming violently angry, shouting or calling new names. It can take a variety of toxic forms, like stalking, intimidation, harassment, threats of suicide, and even violence. Temporary behaviour modification. To lure the victim back, the toxic partner may temporarily modify their behaviour, showcasing traits that initially attracted the victim. However, these changes are often short-lived and serve as a means to regain control. They may declare that they have given up drinking or drug use or they have been to therapy or anger management. You need to think very carefully about if this person is trustworthy. The narcissistic abuse cycle repeats. If the victim succumbs to the hoovering tactics, and re-enters the relationship, the narcissistic cycle of abuse restarts with love bombing. The toxic partner continues the cycle, perpetuating a pattern of abuse and manipulation. Please understand this cycle of abuse. Do not repeat mistakes of the past. Do not make excuses for the behaviour of your partner. Understand and educate yourself on the power and control dynamic of the narcissistic abuse cycle. In conclusion, recognising the red flags of a toxic partner within the context of narcissistic cycle of abuse is crucial for breaking free from destructive relationships by understanding the stages of love bombing, devaluation, discard, and hoovering, individuals can protect themselves from emotional, psychological harm. It's essential to prioritise self-worth, establish 
healthy boundaries, and seek support from friends, family, or professionals to navigate the challenging journey of healing and recovery from narcissistic abuse. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Thank you.